0: Welcome to the Bacon Games Podcast, your source for the latest from the MLB and the NFL. Let's get started with your host, Jesse. All right, let's start it up. What's up, guys? I'm back for the Thursday always on Thursdays, every every Thursday this year I'm pretty sure, we're doing the picks, we're doing the stuff we normally do, I'm going to go through all the games and I'm going to talk about, it. I'm going to tell you how I feel, fantasy, not fantasy, betting, whatever I decide to fucking talk about, that's what I'm going to talk about, alright, so check it out, we're starting with the New England Patriots and the Atlanta Falcons, um, I'll take the Patriots minus 6.5, I'll take the Patriots money line, it's pretty, pretty easy for me. Um, the public is very out in Atlanta, and the last time we had a Thursday night game, the public was. I'm, so, I'm sorry, the public is very much on the Patriots. The last time we had the public all over our team was Baltimore last week against Miami. This should be different. I don't think Belichick's gonna get out coached the same way that uh, Harbaugh, right, is still a coach in Baltimore, got out coached. I I, I, mm, I would be surprised if Pitts doesn't see at least a double team if not a triple team most of the time. Bill's gonna make. Uh, Matt Ryan, throw the ball to whatever. Tajay Starp still plays right. Uh, guys, me Zaki- to Zacchaeus. I mean, is Hayden Hurst even alive? I'm not even sure. I haven't seen him pop up in forever, so I don't think he is. I'm gonna look it up real quick. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, he was on the injury reserve out of, as of an hour ago. So, there you go. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, this is... Bleh. It's going to be a shit game for the Falcons. Um, I, no Coral Patterson, right? Uh, the line didn't... I think the line started off at like 7.5 even or something. It, it was... It, it wasn't wasn't great. I just don't really see an avenue for Atlanta to win. I, I'm sorry, I just don't. I'm going to give some fantasy advice. The, the podcast will come up before then, but I'm not sure if it'll hit people's ears until later, until this game's probably over. So uh, I'm starting Mike Davis with confidence. If you're listening to this late, tell me how I did here, because <laughs> I hope he's a top 20 RB, because that's how I have him ranked. So... Yeah, check that out. You can check out my ranks on um, my Twitter at Bacon games Jesse and you can check out my website bakinggamesfantasysports.com. Super super fun. Check me out over there. Got all my picks. Got all my stuff. I just looked it up real quick. I am at my predictions uh, currently. Uh, my money line, I'm ninety two fifty seven and one, and against the spread, I'm eighty sixty nine and one. So feel pretty good about that. My against the spread stuff. As long as I stay above, you know, five hundred, I'll feel pretty good about that. As long as I stay a few games above five hundred, I'll feel pretty good about that. Um, yeah, my bets, I'm up to uh, over 10 units, I think, now, with the Monday night hitting the parlay, which is pretty nice. Uh, this week, I'm not super sure if I'm going to do a really big Thursday night slate. I I got hammered last week. It was good the week before. I'm, I might bet the 6.5 spread, because um, I like that. Uh, AJ Terrell is one guy I guess I'm concerned about on defense. Maybe, um, maybe one of the safeties, if... Harris, Harris is it Harris, who's the God damn it! I, I need to look up the Atlanta team because I am blanking on who the safety is that I like. Uh, the guy they drafted he was like my fifth or fourth guy on the um, on my big board, and I'm just I'm just totally blanking on who's who's supposed to start anyway. Looks like Harmon and Harris are gonna start. Uh, which I think makes sense, but guys, it's it's Richie. Is it Richie something? Who am I? Who am I thinking of? Yeah, Richie Grant. It is Richie Grant. Oh, looks like they haven't listed as a cornerback. That's super interesting to me. Um, I like Richie Grant, but that's a conversation for another time. It's, there's not really a lot of good stuff going on. I like AJ Terrell. I like the safeties enough. i you know, Eric Harris is is, is fine. Uh, and I mean, outside of like Grady Jarrett, do I care about anyone else? Dante Fowler has been. He's a fine, you know, rotational guy. Like you need to get him in a system where he isn't playing all the time, especially against the run. Uh, he's just he's not good there. Sorry, so <laughs> the Jaguars let him, let him go. Excuse me. Uh, but anyway, whatever. That's enough of that game. You're starting Kendrick Bourne, who's a guy I've been feeding for the past, like, three or four weeks, and, uh, now that I'm actually, you know, buying in a little bit, he's probably gonna suck, but he's a guy I'd definitely start if I had him. Uh, not too much else to talk about here. Um, Mac has been... I could probably go over Mac stuff at the end, and i just go over and look at these scenes. Like, I, I've been doing it. I like that. I like going through the game specifically, and then going over how I feel about players individually, maybe at the end and stuff. Um... Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about Mac, so I'll talk about that maybe at the end. Anyway, uh, alright, I can sprinkle that stuff in, and then if there's anything else I want to cover, I'll sprinkle it in, or I'll talk about it at the end, not sprinkle it in. I don't want to use that word twice in two sentences right now, right? That sounds pretty cringe when I was writing, like, a book or something, right? Anyway, uh, next thing I got is the Lions and the Browns. Uh, I'm not Brown played pretty well, four catches uh, for 60-something yards, about, uh, last week when Goff threw for, what, like, 100-something? Uh, I'm not really sure where Goff's gonna go. This line has jumped up to an eleven and a half. Uh, there's I never want to say locks. I hate saying locks and any of this dumb shit, but um, yeah, this is a lock for Cleveland. I'll take them minus 11.5, and I'll take them straight up. I know Detroit's been good at covering, but if they don't have Goff, it's going to be... They'll be lucky to score 12 points to 14 points? Did, yeah, let's go with that. They'll be lucky to score a reasonable amount of points, and the Browns will just run the ball a bunch. Even though I think Detroit... The best way to beat Detroit is through the air. I, you can't stop the powerhouse that is the Browns I don't know why when Durnist came back, they just used Chubb the entire time, and now he's got COVID, and, like, I, I just, I feel like Durnist may get some more splits. I know him and him and Chubb are definitely more of a, a similar, you know, connection, or they're similar players than, like, Chubb or Hunt, or even Durnist and, and Hunt, but, like, ugh, I don't know, come on, man, like, I, I just, I feel like he deserves something, and, and just, do you really want to run... Uh, like one of your best running backs who's been hurt la- this year and last year for a little part of the, the year. Uh, Chubb. Uh, Chubb has been hurt, you know, this year and last year for a few games. Do you really want to win this guy like 40 times, 30 times, 25 times even? Especially so she he's coming back from COVID. It-, it just feels like a mistake uh, that will lead to possible injury. And when you have Durnus, who's been a great fill-in, why not just use him? I mean, I think Dimitri Felton should hopefully be off COVID too. So probably use him in a Kareem Hunt-esque role. Uh, not, not as much carries, obviously, as Kareem will get, but you know, that, that kind of pass catcher. Um, even though I don't think Chubb's that better of a pass catcher either, he can be used there, it's just not as talented as Kareem. What the fuck was that? Sorry, uh, anyway, so yeah, there's not much to talk about it. I it, okay, um, if no Goff, even with Goff, I still lower Swift a little bit in my rankings this week, it's gonna be tough. Um, he ran a bunch. Sorry, I what oh, that noise. Stop making the noise. Alright, sorry about that. That was annoying. I probably should have paused it then, but I'm not going to because whatever. My PlayStation was fucking acting up and it's dumb as shit. Whatever. Uh, the Cleveland game, not much to talk about. Uh, I'm not really starting Baker. I'm not really starting anyone who's not running the ball or a tight end if you're desperate on Cleveland. And for the Lions, you should probably have options instead of Ross St. Brown. I wouldn't start him. Uh, the Swift, you're going to start no matter what. There's not really much. it might be an interesting one uh, to consider. Uh, he's in my top 12 this week. Uh, if Even with the quarterback situation being what it is, I still like starting him with confidence. I, I think I'm fine with that. You drafted him to be that way. You probably didn't pick up Pat Fryermuth because you had him. He's really, maybe Dan Arnold probably didn't pick up Arnold either. Those are only the two guys that I probably start over, Hockinson, that you probably found on the waiver wires in the last few weeks, or maybe you can still find him out there. I, there's just a 0% chance I'd do that stuff. I'll, I'll say that one for sure. 1,000%. <laughs> yeah, not much to talk about here. This will be a blowout. I got the Browns. The overrunner for this is 43.5. I like the over there. I do. I think the Browns can put up 35 points. Even running the ball, they'll pull up a shit ton of points. I, the Lions might score 14 or barely hit the 14, but I, I like the Browns to put up 30 on the Lions defense, even though their running uh, defense is the best part about their their defense. Right, moving on to the Niners and the Jaguars, uh, Jimmy G is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL, and I have no idea why the 49ers traded up to take Trey Lance when he is nothing like Jimmy G, and I know he's like a project that was going to have to wait a year or two in order to start, which I get, that's fine, go get your guys, especially quarterbacks, I've said that in perpetuity, and I'll say it again, which is why I can't, you know, invest that pick too much, or else I'll be all over it, but I just, I... I don't understand it. Jimmy's been a fine quarterback when he's been healthy. I guess I, maybe you want the need for a good backup maybe or something like that. I mm, I, I, don't think that's correct to trade up there. In the meantime, I guess I get it. It is important in the modern NFL to have, you know, a backup quarterback who's serviceable. I like Nick Mullins, but that's a, a conversation for a different time, I guess. So this is an easy San Francisco one for me. They're minus six and a half and they're money line. I'll take the money line. I'll take the minus six and a half. The Jaguars can't catch the ball. They can run the ball. They've got a good offensive line. I don't think the 49ers are a slam dunk DST to start this week. Uh, Because I think Trevor's been fine, if not pretty dang good. It's just the receivers can't catch. And DJ Chark was the best one there, like I said, in the offseason a billion times. Over LaVishka, over Marvin Jones. Those guys ain't do shit. We got fucking Jamal Agnew out there who's doing... Nothing, really, besides run the ball really well, get the ball in his hands, but we already had a guy like that in LaVishka. I just, I guess he doesn't have the home run speed that Jamal has. I don't know. It, it feels weird when we're trying to improve. <sighs> so when I say we, when the Jaguars are trying to improve Trevor, that they have guys like Laquan Trewell, Tavon Austin, LaVishka Chennault, and uh, Jamal Agnew uh, as like the receivers. Those guys can't catch, and they've been proving to not be able to catch, really. Um, I like Agnew the best out of there, obviously. He's the one getting the most playing time, too. It, it's just... It just feels like it's hurting Trevor's development. And Marvin Jones has been trash. Uh, he's been pretty bad. Lavishka's definitely taken a step back. He had... He, one thing I definitely liked about is he had pretty good hands. He was great contested catch last year. I don't know what's happened to him. I don't know if they're using him wrong. I... It bothers me. It just really bothers me. But um San Francisco won this one on a landslide. I like the Jaguars defensive coaching. I think they've got some pretty good uh personnel up front, honestly. Uh like I've been saying for a while, Smoot is a you know, a guy who I like as a rotational guy. I don't think he should be a starter, but him and Chase On, who is a bust for sure. What a terrible pick from this fucking organization. Just like Travis is gonna be a huge bust for the Jaguars. I could have drafted better. I should have been the GM. Bulky. Uh, or bulk. I don't know how to say it. Again. I think it's bulky right. He mm, I am trusting the process currently. Although I didn't like most of the draft picks like Tyson Campbell or uh ETN where we could have had, you know, just Michael Carter and um or Javante Williams even and then Pat Firemouth. It just I well, it really bothers me. I like the Cisco pick and the Walker little pick. I don't know why Walker isn't getting much action after he had a pretty impressive performance in Week 9 uh, against the Bills, but whatever, that's a task for another time. The offensive line's been good, so I get it, not not shaking that stuff up. I get it, I really do. Um, I, I, I think that's been the most consistent and best part of the team besides the running game, but thanks to the offensive line, that, that is what it is. Um, Carlos Hyde and uh, Robinson are both on the injury report. They're listed as uh, questionable, because I think it's a really only designation. Uh, or they were limited in practice, right? so they're questionable. I think Robinson plays. It, 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 the heel issue is not a huge one for me. If they really don't think they can run the ball as much, they'll use Hyde. I mean, I, I think that's fine from Urban. And uh, to be fair, I haven't talked too much about the 49ers besides complimenting Jimmy G. He's been great. Ayo is definitely on the upward trend, although he definitely will 100% be a bust by the end of the year with Kittle and Debo there, as long as those two guys are healthy. E- even when, you know, uh, Kittle was unhealthy or hurt, he, you know, Ayuk wasn't that good. But he's a fine start if you want to start him. I, I don't. I don't think that's a huge a stretch, but he's a wide receiver 3. He, he, he should have been a wide, drafted as a wide receiver 3 coming into the year, you know, around 35 to 40. That's where he should have been. That's where I had him ranked, and that's accurate. That's where he'll finish, because I don't think he was that good of a player coming out of college. Same thing about LaVishka, similar stuff. Um, is the one that, that I was the most wrong, I think, about that class. Maybe Denzel Mims, but I still believe in Mims. I just think the Jets are fucking stupid. Uh, I just I don't trust guys who, you know, use the speed and stuff, like, immediately, or, or just after-the-catch ability. In not great college scenarios or against great college teams with good defenses like the Big Twelve and stuff like that, or wherever the fuck Colorado played for Lavishka I don't know whatever the Big West. I don't fucking know what that shit's called. I'm bad at college football. Uh, I I know the Big uh, the the Big Ten and that's about it. Even though it's like twelve teams, whatever. I'm getting on the tangent. It's fine. Well, I'll, I'll just I'll say it again for the record: 49ers, minus minus six and a half and money line. Yeah, that's you have to take care. Of. You can't trust the Jaguars to win this one. Uh, 6.5 is not enough points. If we went to, like, over 7, I would consider it uh, as a backdoor cover, but yeah, I'm not there. over is 45. I like the over. Uh, next, we got the Colts and the Bills. The Bills, uh, it's at Bills, and the Colts are only 7-point dogs. Or, I'm sorry, they are 7 Only seven. The Bills are only 7-point favorites, I'll say that, and that is irrational and dumb. Uh, the Colts almost lost to the Jaguars last week. The Bills blew the fuck out of the Jets. Uh, Jets and the Jaguars aren't that far apart, although obviously they have a better quarterback than Jacksonville and a better defense, but uh, very different. And they did beat the Bills, you know, in Week 9, but that, that is a, that's a different score, and that was a very, very fluky game, so whatever. Uh, I, I don't know how the Colts could be plus 7 here. Uh, they should be at least 10.5 or something like that. It, it's, it's absurd. Uh, the Bills are going to destroy the secondary because it's not good. Uh, they don't run the ball anyway, so Buckner and the good defensive uh, line and, and run-stopping just won't matter at all for the Bills, because... It's different when Josh Allen runs the ball. Uh, I, I've never really been a Bills believer, but they'll beat the shit out of the Colts this one. I lock it in. It's going to happen. I like the over 50 and a half, uh, just cause I think Indianapolis, you know, I like Pittman. I like some guys, but the Bills defense is probably the best in the league. I wouldn't expect them to score more than 17 points, but I expect the Bills to score like 30, if not 35. So maybe I do like the under, actually. Because I think the Bills will be able to shut that, but hey, the Bills are going to score so many points. And they can get points off turnovers, too, easily on once. Uh, I know pressure's hard to come by against Indianapolis, but the Bills have a great secondary. It, it doesn't matter. JT will be tough to stop. He's tough to stop for everyone. Definitely true. But if I'm going to get one team to be able to shut down any offense it's the Bills, and they're an easy one for me. Uh, Mawson, Singletary, I, I, they're back-to-back ranking for me. They're in the 30s. I think you can find better options, or you should be able to find better options than these two. Uh, guys Diggs was my one receiver last e- last week that worked out pretty good although I ranked Tyree kill a lot lower than I had which is unfortunate but uh, that's what it is I thought the Raiders would win that game I thought they played I thought their sister I thought their scheme would work really well against Mahomes, home but I guess maybe changed or maybe I'm just wrong I'm bad at looking at schemes I'm way better at looking at the individual players and seeing how units do rather than you know schemes in general it's just it's just hard to look at for me I, I'm not in the coach's head I'm just not really sure what's going on sometimes you know. Uh, but yeah, I get the Bills money line, the Bills minus seven. That's not going to change. Um, uh, Miami at the Jets, they're only three and a half point favorites, which is fucking absurd. I'm going to take them. The money line's only minus 174. I'll take the money line there. I'll take the over 44 and a half. Joe Flacco. I'll take the over 44. The over under is 44 and a half. I don't love that either way. Uh, two is an easy streamer start. Definitely. He's in my top 14, 13, maybe Maybe he's 15th. He's around there for sure. I might end stuff, you know, as I get closer, but I, as I get closer to Sunday, rather. i whatever. I'm not starting Miles Gaskin. I can't trust that motherfucker as far as I can throw him, and I can't throw him very far. It's going to be a great two-a-game. Gasecki should be very good. I don't know anyone on the Jets who can cover. Marcus Main's in bad... Uh, I'm going to say that, and I'm going to immediately regret it, because I don't remember seeing Marcus Main last week. Uh, and to be fair, I... I mean, I watched the Jets game, but it, I watched a Jets game like three times, but it was not very, not very uh, enticing game to watch, to be honest. Uh, I'll definitely say that. And Marcus may has been bad like all year. So it's just kind of, yeah, he didn't play last week. That makes sense. Um, he's, been, he's been bad all, all, all year, which is not great. Uh, Ashton Davis I wish was better too because I liked him coming out of college. It hasn't really panned out as much as I thought it would. Michael Carter the second, though. The other Michael Carter has actually been really good. Uh, Bryce Hall has been better. Which is really important. Um, I think you know he'll grow as a cornerback. If him, Michael Carter can be good, you know, get get one like stud cornerback there. Um, and th- then this this can be this can be a pretty good defense. Uh, maybe uh, CJ Mosley remembered how to tackle, which he hasn't been able to do for like four weeks. That's been really frustrating. Q Quinn Williams has been okay. Sean Rankin's been super disappointing. I'll definitely say that. I like a uh, Fet- Fetu Sky, Felorio. He- he's he's been okay. Um, I wish I could see more Hamlicar Rashid, but um. I guess that's just not happening. He was, he was such a boomer-bust candidate. I was just, I want to see more of that shit, you know? Uh, but the Jets, yeah, the Jets have a bad defense. It's way worse than the Dolphins. The Dolphins have a good offense with a good quarterback. The Jets do not. It's an easy one for me. It's a division game, though, I will say. Like I mentioned last week, which is the reason why I didn't really throw too much money on, you know, the Rams game or any of that stuff that was divisional. The Jaguars game, I think. I, I took them plus 10, half, but that was, that was a correct move. Because I thought they could have won that game too. Uh, there's just a, I, I don't like betting divisional games too often, and I don't want to here. But the Dolphins are just such a better team than the Jets. It's 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 not close. Uh, the Dolphins, if we had if they if they had two of the entire year, if they had Fuller the entire year, or at least for you know some parts of it, this team would be in the playoff uh, hunt for sure. Probably not really right now. Um, I like defense. Jamon Holland's been really really good. Are uh, they still have two good cornerbacks? in Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. The the defense. Is young. The offensive line's bad, but it's very young too. We love Robert Hunt. I-, I like Austin Jackson still. I know they haven't put it together as much as they should have by now, but you know, Brady Christensen's on that line too. They've got a lot of young guys there. Got a great young core. I'm just I'm excited for them going into the future. Um, I'm gonna be excited for them next year to make the playoffs because they're definitely gonna make the playoffs next year. It's gonna happen. Uh and they'll be the Jets this week. So deal with it. And we got the football team versus the Panthers. Uh football team's three-point favorites at Carolina. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is a toss-up. I, I do feel that. I don't know what Cam's going to look like. We got Ron Rivera on the one side. They lost both their edge rushers. They have edge rushers in, on the football team. It's tough. I think the defense, though... Oh, it sucks, because, man, they, they played so well versus Brady and, and Tampa Bay coming off the bye, both coming off the bye. I I, I want to take them again. <sighs> I think this is a pick so I'll take the points with the football team, plus three, and then to take a team straight up, I... Might go the Panthers. It's it's definitely a hedge. I get it. It definitely is. I'm not sure who to pick here. Both have good defenses, although football team has obviously gotten worse over the past two. But better. They've gotten better, too. But they were bad at the beginning of the year, and they were getting better. They were improving definitely a 1,000%. The bye week was good for them, which is the reason why I bet that. Because I thought they were figuring out the week before. I thought I could see it on film. And they did last week. And without the pressure, I know they still have pain in the interior. And... Who's the other guy? It's Ron Payne and whatever. They still have Matt Niatist, who's only twenty seven years old. They still have some good guys there. I like uh, Shaka Toney, who they drafted from Penn State this year. I think they have some guys can fill in, but nowhere is gonna be able. No one's gonna be able to fill in for Montez Sweat and for um, uh, Chase Young. It, it's just it's not possible. And you got Brian Burns. You got Fox. I forget that guy's first name. Uh, and Derek Brown on the interior. I like that better for the Panthers. But I guess I'm looking for a tiebreaker if I like both defenses enough. If I like the Panthers' defense more. If I'm looking for a tiebreaker, I could go with the offensive line for the football team. It is a 1,000% better than, than the Panthers. I think that means I have to go with the football. You know what, I'm going football team, plus three. I'm going football team, plus 138, and I'm going under 43 for this one. I think it'll be a defensive struggle. I think Heineke comes back down to earth for sure. Um, Panthers have a really good secondary. Uh, at least the cornerbacks have been very good. I wish Horn was back, but it is what it is. Um... Yeah, it is what it is. Um, Cam, I just don't know what to pick. I don't know, I don't know if Cam's going to be able to throw the ball. I saw him run the ball fine, which is good. He should be rested. He should be very healthy and all that stuff. I, and I think he starts this game and plays most of it. I'm not really sure. Walker played pretty okay last week, but Heineke was really good. I, I think Heineke comes back down to earth. I think Walker probably does too. And I don't really know if Cam could throw the ball. It's a toss-up for sure. So I think best, best practice is to just pick the team with the plus money there. So I'll just take plus three, and I'll take the money line because it's plus one three. So I'll probably bet on that. And i am probably bet the under two Alright, this one up next is the Ravens versus the Bears. It's at Chicago. Bears coming off a bye week. Hopefully getting some field stuff worked out. Hopefully getting a little bit healthier in the interior. I know Max shouldn't be back yet. It's a tough game. I want to go with the Bears here. I really do. I really, really do. So I think I'm going to take them plus five and a half, but the Ravens had a long time to think about last week, and they had a bye week eight, so they had a bye week before that game. Ah. <sighs> You know what? I lied. I'm going to take the Ravens minus five and a half. And I'm going to take the Ravens straight up. God, I want to pick the Bears so bad. I really do. I like five points. It just feels like they're enticing me a little bit. This is a good line by by Vegas or the FanDuel sportsbook, which just the sportsbook I operate on every time I do the podcast. I think it's a really good number, five and a half. I really do. Um, if if I were maybe I maybe I tease that up to like eight and take the Bears plus eight. I would like that. I think I think they definitely cover that. But there's really that much value in there. I, I, I'm not sure. God, I, I love Montgomery, I, I I, just, if they had Mac back, maybe I can consider them against Ravens, but I think Lamar just comes and balls the fuck out, uh, Marquise Brown, it I, I could be fair, if Marquise Brown and Bateman, who showed up on the injury report uh, on Thursday, I'm not sure if he was before, but he's definitely on there now, if if we, um, if either of those guys don't play, I could maybe consider, maybe this line will move a little bit, although I doubt lines really move based on wide receivers. Uh, I think Latavius is coming back, but the Fonta Freeman should have complete control of that backfield 1,000%. He's the only guy I want to start there. Mooney, I would start for the Bears, honestly, because Robinson has been whatever. Maybe they'll figure something out after the bye week, but I highly doubt it. You can't really start Killa Herbert. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't admonish you if you dropped him, honestly, uh, because Montgomery is that good. As much as I do like Herbert, Montgomery is that good, and uh, he probably won't see that much use unless Montgomery has some kind of injury issue, or they want to switch it up a little bit, but it would be like a 75-25 split, if even that. So, the over-and-over-this is a 45, I kind of like the over there, because I think, while well, I like both these defenses, I absolutely do, you know, Jalen Johnson, I still like uh, Ken- Kendall Vin- Vildor as much as he gets vilified on Twitter, and by PFF, I still like him, I think he's very good too. Uh, who can definitely grow, he's drafted in 2018, I mean, he really hasn't gotten a chance to start, especially as number two this year, so, I-, I-, I could like him going forward for sure, Eddie Jackson hopefully figures some stuff out, uh, but yeah, I-, I like the Ravens in Chicago. I, I do like them there. I'm going to go with them. This next one's an easy one. It's the Saints at uh, the Eagles, and the Saints are plus two, and they're plus 108 on the money line there. That's an easy one. I might have to check that on Sunday to see where the public is looking at. They might be on Philly after they throttled Denver, but the Saints are a good team. Trevor Simeon's actually played really well. I could definitely see him continue that versus the Eagles. Because I haven't really, I mean, the two starts I've seen this year, I, I can't really go off the data that I haven't seen. He's been great these past two games. Definitely not the problem for uh, the Saints losing these two. Absolutely not close. I think they'll get Kamara back too, which is huge because he's really the big player. This is like getting back a, a, a clear wide receiver one. Because uh, Kamara, Kamara's that good. I don't really base stuff off running backs. And with Ingram back there, it's really good. But, okay, sorry. I don't want to get too tangential. But with Kamara coming back, he is the weapon. You need an offensive weapon like him in order to be good. Might be the reason why they lost last week. I do like Ingram, too. I think both of them will be really important. The Saints defense is great. They have a really good team outside of wide receiver. And quarterback was even good last week. Um, may, there were some issues with the secondary. I can definitely say that. Some blown stuff that shouldn't have happened. But that that is what it is. Uh, you, can't, you can't really correct against that. They'll be back this week, though, in Philly. They'll beat Jalen Hurts, who you know looked good. Part of the game, I still can't figure hurts out. I think you definitely roll the dice with them again next year. I mean, I might even play in the playoffs this year. It's definitely possible uh, with seven teams there, and you know the NFC pretty open. I still like Minnesota for a playoff spot, and they're the same record as the Eagles. I don't think they they have had the bye with the bye week seven, right? So they and the Eagles. Oh, have the Eagles have a bye week? And I think they're four and six, so the Eagles haven't had a bye week. I want to say the. Minnesota's 4-5. and five. I think that's accurate. I, I, I'm not, uh, you'll have to double-check me on that shit. Whatever. But I don't think they're out of the playoff hunt, which means I don't think the Eagles are even close to out of the playoff on at all, but this is a game to lose. Uh, I don't care if they beat Denver last week. That was the Denver implosion game for sure. Uh, yeah. Easy one for me. Alright, next one's up. The Titans and the Texans. Uh, I'll take the Titans minus 10. I'll take the Titans straight up. It's a division game, and I definitely won't be betting this one because there are no good odds that I really like here. I like the over 445 Um Dr. Foreman seems like the guy you want to start. Uh, I like McNicholas still. Peterson's just a a guy who might get in late in order to absorb some carries and just finish this game. Actually, no, I'm going to take the Texans plus 10, and I'll take the Titans' money line. Anything can happen. I like the Texans in a division game with that much stuff. It's in Tennessee. I get it. I can see Houston taking one from Tennessee this year. I think they haven't played yet, so... Could be interesting to look forward. Maybe if they don't win this one, maybe the next one could be interesting. We'll see. Yeah, I like the over here. If you want to get spicy, taking Houston money line here wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. It's plus three fifty, which isn't isn't great. I'd like to see that maybe maybe up a little bit higher, but I wouldn't admonish you if you take them. Honestly, it it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Um, yeah, and we got another division game coming up here. The Packers. Uh, I'm starting stuff. You start Cooks here. I want to start Nico Collins, but I think he's just a dynasty stash for now. Uh, Tyrod was what, four picks <laughs> the last time you played, right? Uh, that was bad. Uh, Texans have a really good defense, but anything can happen in these division games, man. And I just... I mean, look, I, the past two weeks, I've done fun parlays with underdog teams that just barely missed. I had Denver, who di- uh, two weeks ago, week nine, and I had uh, Minnesota, which barely missed out in overtime. Then I had uh, Detroit and Washington football team, which Detroit went to a tie, Washington football team won. I could tease the Texans and... Yeah, another team coming up here that maybe I'd like to see in a parlay that would, uh, that would be super fun to watch, or super fun to get. Yeah, it's not going to be Detroit this week, and won't be the Jaguars either, although I could consider it. But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Titans, you want to start? I don't know who to start for running back at all. I, I'm not going to pretend like I do know because it's impossible. But, yeah, start start some, start some one of them if you can, I guess. Uh, one of them might be good. I like Philip Lindsay the best on the Texans. Uh, and cooks but probably not starting either of those go- oh, I'll start cooks, but I'll probably start Lindsay. It's just not close there. Um, yeah, so uh, like I said I'll take Texans plus 10 and then Titans straight up. I uh, wouldn't hate you for taking the money line Texans though. Green Bay versus the Vikings at Minnesota. I don't know what's going on with the Packers' defense. Kevin King's been good. Uh, the uh, safeties, who I've admonished multiple times in the past, and most safeties in the NFL haven't been that good this year, until recently at least. Uh, they've been playing really well. They've been able to get at them. Rashawn Gary's been very good. Uh, love Kenny Clark up the middle. Doesn't get enough recognition. They're a good team. And I think with Rodgers, he, he, he should be showing up on the injury report like a shin issue or something like that. I'm not super worried uh, I'm gonna take the Packers here. I'm gonna take the over four, four for and a half, because I think this will be a barn burner. I think the Packers, I think the Vikings will be able to figure out the defense. Uh, I know they can get some pressure, which does rattle Kirk, but as a division game, and it's it's tough. I probably won't be betting this though, but if I had a like, gun to my head, I'll take the Green Bay minus one and a half. I'll take Green Bay, money line. Um, maybe I'll throw the one in a parlay even, but I I don't know. It's it's tough. Uh, you are start of the usual suspects here. If you can get a first round in, a, in Dynasty for Madison, I would do that in a heartbeat. Um, I saw that on Twitter, which is super odd. Um, yeah, AJ Dillon's an easy slam start in this one. Uh, I think Minnesota's a pretty okay defense. Uh, I don't like the secondary, but I like the linebackers in the front. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of Won'em. If you know the Agent Empires reference that I tried to make there, good on you. Yeah, I, I just. I. I like both these teams. I just don't think Minnesota's going to be able to pull this one out. I, I, yeah, I, I don't see it. Definitely possible, which is why this is definitely a stay away from me. A division game with two good teams, and the line, the spread isn't even that far apart. So Vegas seems to agree with me. I think a lot of people will be on the Packers like I am, but it's just a bad, bad, bet. I'm just not really going to do that. Uh, next up, we've got the Bengals and the... Uh, Raiders, Uh, this one's a super toss-up, the Raiders are plus one at home, that means, and they're minus 110, and then they are also minus 106 money line, and the Bengals are minus 110 money line, which means there isn't a lot of value here, and I think Vegas has this one right, They're, they're very, very close together, I lean Raiders here, so I'll take the Raiders plus one, I'll take the Raiders money line, it's my lean for sure. But the Bengals could definitely win coming off a bye week. I mean, uh, you know, the, the Raiders have lost two straight. I still think they have a very good team. Uh, but the Bengals also have a good team. They've got a good quarterback. Both teams have a good quarterback. Bengals have better wide receivers. Uh, the Raiders have a better uh, tight end. The offensive lines are probably pretty similar. The defenses are probably pretty similar. Although I do like the Raiders' D-line better. But that, I'm not taking away from Trey Hendrickson and, and, and the defensive line there. Uh, Hendrickson, the other guy who I like, too. I forget. Both those ends are very good, though. Uh it, it's a tough game. I like it's 50, 50 uh is the over under. I feel like that's too high. I like the under, but god, both teams can score 30 points. I that wouldn't be out of the question. I probably I'll probably just stay away from this game betting wise, but this this is a game you want to start all the guys you can. CJ Uzama's definitely a tougher one. I think he's the only real question there, so I probably sit him. You're starting mixing, you're starting Chase, you're starting uh, Burrow, you're starting Carr, you're starting Renfro 1000%, he's turning into the new Julian Element, I don't care what anyone says, he will be there eventually, and he's, he's, he might even be there right now, honestly, uh, especially the Carr with a low, low-ish ADOT, or at least the check-down stuff that we've seen in the past, could come back with, with Hunter Renfro being so good. Yeah, it's just a lean here, I just, I just don't know, it's tough. Next one we got up, we got the Cardinals and the Seahawks, I like the Seahawks, and I like Seahawks plus money, I don't really know if Kyler's gonna play, seems like he's trending that way, but they do have a bye next week, so like, I don't know, they have 8 wins, and the Seahawks are 3-6. and six. Do, do you really bring I know it's a division game, anything can happen again, but I think this is an easy Seahawks victory here. They're a way better team than their record. It's. I mean, they had starting Geno Smith, obviously, and they played some tough opponents while Geno was the quarterback. Um, I, yeah, I mean, the Cardinals, they got crushed by... Uh, um, I'm sorry, they got crushed by Carolina last week, but that doesn't mean anything, especially if Kyler's back. I don't think we'll see DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, uh, which is why this game is going to be a lot closer. I... Seattle should win this one. It's at Seattle. This is a pretty easy one for me. But I have to bet some more units on this shit because, you know, i I I've seen a lot of games that I like the money line, but it's, like, barely plus any money here, so I'll probably throw some some big units on there, which could be tough. Could be very, very tough. I'll say that. I um, haven't really seen too many upsets that I like this week so far, but, yeah, that is what it is. Um, let's see. Yeah, I like the Seahawks here, definitely. Their defense is good. Jamal Adams is a very good player. If you don't know that, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. It just... It, you don't know how Jamal Adams plays if you think that him dropping an interception is, 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 makes him bad now. You're, you're a fucking idiot. Watch the film. Watch the game. He stays around line of scrimmage. He's a box safety, but he's damn good at it. You saw him chase down Aaron Rodgers a bunch last week. He is a great playmaker on the line of scrimmage. And he does that in his And he had interception last week. He had a pretty good contested catch interception. interception. It was in good position. Made a good catch. It was really nice. Uh, I, I like this Yawks secondary. They're going to go on a tear. They're going to start winning games. Uh, I hope there's some look-head stuff that you know, the lines won't correct or the public won't be on next week, because I want to see that. Yeah, I'm really seeing, like, I don't really see a lot of value in a lot of these things so far, and I've said that a few times. It just feels like a lot of close games, and then ones where I think they'll be blowouts, I'll also agree with the, the books on that one, which kind of sucks, because there's no value there. Uh, 47.5, I kind of like the under, especially if there is no... Uh, Kyler, then I really like the under 47 and a half. That seems super easy on me. Probably be in a parlay with another one. Uh, we got the Cowboys and the Chiefs next. The over for this is 56, and I still kind of like the over. Uh, I like Cowboys here plus two and a half, and I like Cowboys money line. The Chiefs figured some stuff out last week, and it wasn't Mahomes hasn't changed. He's been pretty good all year, if not just good. He's been you know almost say he'll be he's been good all year. Uh, it just drops not being open, not being very good uh, from Kelsey and and uh, and Hardman. And the running game, not having CEH, they have CEH back, which is good. He should be an easy plug-and-play for you if he plays this week. He was activated, I think, from the RR last week, too. So he's got at least a practice, uh, a full-week-of-practice plus in. So that's good. I just think the Cowboys are a, a better team than the Chiefs. Like, uh, <laughs> I never thought I'd be saying that at this point in the year. But they, they're they they're a better team. Uh, they are. They've got a better defense. And the offenses are probably pretty comparable. I, in fact, I might even like Dallas's offense with Michael Gallup coming back this week more than the Chiefs. Uh, at least right now, I mean, they figured something out, I'm using quotation marks right now, and my, like, my hands are in the air with the little Dr. Evil mini-me type thing, you know, quotation marks, whatever. Uh, I don't know why that stuck out in my head as the, you know, quotation marks thing where you hold up two fingers and you bring them down like that, but anyway, I, I, am really, uh, tangenting in this podcast, man, I'm, I'm all of the goddamn fucking place, jeez, hope you guys enjoy me going on dumbass rants about nineties and early two thousands references that just pop into my mind all the fucking time. But uh here we are. Welcome to my mind, bro. Whatever. Um yeah, e- easy Dallas. Uh, uh Dallas Moneyline, I, I wouldn't say easy. There's I mean, there's a 40% chance the Chiefs win. But I think a 60% chance the Cowboys win. And I'm I'm going with that one easy easily. 56 is a lot, honestly. I, I do like the over there, but I think the overs also help, I say this every fucking week, because the Chiefs turn the ball over, they, their defense turn the ball over, they, they force turnovers. Cowboys force turnovers too. Michael Parsons is very good. Uh, Diggs is very good. He's got, what, like eight picks, nine picks already, or something like that? No, they played nine games, so he's eight picks. Yeah, I know he's won less than the amount of games he's played, and they had bye week seven, right? Yeah, so. He's got eight picks. It's crazy. I mean, he, he's like a, you know, it's, it's funny that, uh, uh, Marcus Peters went down in the, in the preseason because uh, he transferred all that energy to, to Diggs, it seems like. Let's have big plays, but makes big plays. You know, I'd rather have that than a bad cornerback. Um, I'd rather have a shutdown cornerback than that, but rather have that kind of stuff where you let up a lot of yards but make big plays. You need, you need to make big plays on defenses. You know, Games are turned around, and games are won and lost at the turnover, you know, differential stuff. Uh, it's Diggs is very good, and he's lost a little bit of luster recently, but I think it's just everyone recognizes that he's actually pretty good. Which is important, because I well, he was a little bit of a miss for me, for sure. I In fact, I, I like the other uh, Alabama quarterback better, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that is what it is. He was Alabama, right? Trevon, Trevon Diggs was Alabama? Oh, God, am I wrong? Hold on. Uh, Where did he go to college? Yeah, he was Bama. Okay, I'm not crazy. Thank God. That's <laughs> good to know. Um, we're, we're, we're moving through this one pretty fast. Uh, we got 35 minutes in? Alright, cool. That's interesting. Maybe we'll have some stuff to talk about at the end of this. Which, in fact, I will. Yeah, okay, so we are on to the Steelers and the Chargers. This is at Chargers. Uh, Steelers are six and a half point underdogs. This might be a game I'm on the Steelers for, honestly. Um, we've seen Herbert... And I'll talk about Herbert at the end of this podcast, which is coming up pretty close. But yeah, Herbert hasn't been as great these past few weeks. He was really, really good, really, really tuned in early on. And I I don't think a lot of that's changed, uh, unfortunately, uh, for my sake. I think Herbert's actually been very good all year for the most part. Um, He's just being punished for stuff that he does. He is a boom or bust quarterback, as in you'll see the stats like he had the first five games of the season, and you'll see stats like the last four he's played in. It's important to recognize that. Because I think he's a mid-tier to above-average quarterback, and I think that's what will be the rest of his career. And that doesn't mean he can't win a Super Bowl. He absolutely can go on a tear and win a Super Bowl. He's just boomer bust guy. He's either very good or very bad. Uh, and last few weeks, has been not good. Uh, I mean, early on in the year, he did have those interceptions. That stuff is going to come back to hurt him because he does throw inaccurate balls, and teams are actually punishing him for him this year. He's not getting all the guys open downfield like he did last year, so you're not seeing as many deep balls to just random open guys, although I will admit he is a great deep ball. Uh, and Mike Evans, like I said, are a perfect connection. I I think they're really good. The Steelers can definitely, I I give the Steelers like a 35% chance on this one, which is pretty high for a plus 225 under, so I'll take the Steelers. This depends on Ben, if Ben plays, because Mason Rudolph was bad. Not to say Ben has been good, but he's definitely an upgrade over any quarterback they have, Dwayne Haskins, any of those guys. Is Josh Dobbs still on the team? Jaguars legend Josh Dobbs? I think he's still on the team. Uh, but whatever. (laughs) Um... If Ben comes in, I think defense will be pretty good enough to slow down the Chargers. Uh, it'll be fun to watch the offensive line go against the the Chargers' offensive line go against the Steelers' uh, defensive line. But uh, I mean, if the Steelers are just going to be able to run the ball with Najee, which they should against the Chargers, six and a half is too many points if Ben plays. Way too many points. So I'm definitely on the Steelers plus six and a half, and I think I'm probably on them. Actually, I am on the money line. The Chargers just—they have a good team. I don't know about the coach. Sometimes it can be tough if Herbert just isn't as elite as he's been at least earlier on in the year. And this is a really tough defense. I, do, I I worry about Herbert here for sure. I definitely do. He's ranked probably one of the lowest I've had him all season, which is, I mean, at least since week one or week two. He's about like 13th or 14th for me. He's still, he'll still be good. He still, could, he still could definitely turn on, be just automatic all day, but I don't know if guys like Parnum and Mike Williams, not Keenan Allen because Keenan Allen's fucking amazing, still an underrated wide receiver. I just I don't know if these guys, Jared Cook, I don't know if, if they don't throw as much short, which it seems like the media is really shit on them for, which is dumb because Herbert makes a lot of his living throwing the ball short, like he always has in the NFL. Uh, if they're able to contain Eckler, which I mean, they did a really good job containing Swift last week, if they're able to do something like that, and I know, obviously, you know, Goff isn't the same as, um, a- a- as Herbert. Herbert is going to be able to throw the ball, at least deep, like that, but if you're able to shut down the short game and Minka's able to cover the deep balls, you know, playing like a one-high safety, able to cover that deep stuff, and Herbert can beat you deep, even if you have the double coverage. He's got a great arm. He's really, really accurate at but if you force him into intermediate throws uh, and just shut down, um, excuse me, Eckler like they did Swift last week, this is going to be an easy win for the Steelers. In fact, I'm just talking myself into it as much as I talk. I love it. I, plus 225, I'm going to be in on it. I might even throw money on it now. Well, I'm not going to do because I don't know if Ben's playing or not, because that is pretty important. Uh, Mason won't be able to beat Herbert, I don't think, but I still probably think it's plus six and a half, though. Uh, maybe, maybe like, tease it up to, like, 8 or 7 or whatever they let me do, because that, that's pretty good. But um, we got uh, the last game, which is the Giants and the Buccaneers. And the Giants are 10.5-point underdogs, and they're coming off a bye, and they're fully healthy. Now, a Giants team fully healthy, I don't think is better than the Buccaneers team. I don't think that's close. I don't think that's a reasonable thing to say. But can they beat the Buccaneers coming off a tough loss to the football team? I think they definitely can. I give them, like, a 20% chance at least. I mean, Jones could fall apart and be bad, but he hasn't been bad since, like, week two or week three or week four of the NFL season. He's got all of his weapons back except for maybe Shepard, but who cares? You got Kadarius, Tony, and Kenny Galladay. This is a this is a very potent offense with Saquon there as well. And, I mean, Evan Ingram even looking okay catching the ball, at least just not dropping the ball, which is you know, uh, more than I can expect for Everton, I'll say that. Uh, and the defense isn't that bad. Uh, the Buccaneers' secondary is kind of washed. Uh, not washed, I'm sorry. I, I do like a lot. I love Jamal Dean. I'm a huge fan of Antoine Winfield Jr., but that's not going to be enough to slow down Kadarius Toney and Kenny Galladay, especially if Jones is able to run the ball correctly like he should. I... I- Oh God! I've said this multiple times in the podcast, and I've said it multiple times in tweets. I just don't think uh, offensive coordinators know how to use these guys who run the ball. They just need to run more RPOs. I understand that sometimes the offensive line gets caught out of space, and there's penalties and stuff like that. But you got to take the good with the bad. There, you really, really do. You know, if you get one of those on like first or second down, and you run the RPO and it doesn't work out, you get the penalty. Just abandon it for that um, for that series at least until you get a new fresh set of first downs. Just, I mean, you never want to try and commit penalties. Obviously, it's an offense. You don't want to do stuff that allows more penalties to be committed, but. For real, just run RBOs with Daniel Jones. He's he's a good runner. He really is. I think we've seen enough evidence for that to be clear. Just use him correctly, please. And with the weapons he has, with the weapons that the Giants have surrounded him with, he should be good enough to in order to catch up to Tampa Bay. So I like the Giants plus ten and a half. I like Tampa Bay money line, but um, that's just for predicting stuff. Man, that plus four ten for the money line just seems way too juicy for me to pass up. I'll probably bet some Giants money line on the Monday night game, which is Saquon coming back. Uh, I don't think Vita Vey is going to be able to play, although th- I think that injury diagnosis was better than initially anticipated. Without Vita Vey, I, I mean, I think Andrew Thomas is also going to play. It, it seems like the Giants might just win this one uh, straight up. <laughs> it just might happen. It I just might straight up win. Which would be super fun to watch, honestly. Um, but yeah. Well, um, hmm. That's all the stuff I got. Uh, the, o- the over this is 49.5. I like the over, honestly, because I think Brady's just too good. He will be punished for mistakes, like he always has. Uh, like, he, he always makes mistakes. They dropped a lot of balls last week, which I think they'll be able to tighten up a lot more. Uh, this week, for sure. On Monday night, get a little bit of long rest, which is good, too, even though they lost and they had long rest coming off the bye week against the football team. Just had a long rest. Giants coming off the bye. Is there any kind of, you know, pattern that we're maybe seeing here? I'm not sure, but definitely like the plus 10.5. I'll definitely, I'll be betting that along with the plus 4.10 uh, on Monday night. That's, that's gonna be a good one. Alright, and that's all the games and stuff I've done. Um... Let's see if I want to talk about anything else. Oh, I wanted to bring up uh, Mac Jones. He's been the best rookie quarterback so far this season. Yeah, that's accurate. But will he be the best rookie quarterback of the entire uh, thing? No, I still like Wilson. I still like Trevor uh, more than him. I still like Fields more than him. But I don't like any quarterback besides maybe Trevor, or actually maybe even Wilson in the Belichick system. That I like. I like, uh, like Mac. He, he's, he's he's doing great in the system. He might be a system QB. That's fucking fine. Who the fuck? Jimmy Garoppolo is a system QB and he went to a goddamn Super Bowl. I I don't give a shit if these guys are super, uh, if they're, if they're with good coaches who know how to coach the offense, who have a system in place that has been very successful in the past and you have a guy, you found a guy who fits that skill set and is able to do what you ask him to. That's not a bad thing at all. If you, if you call Matt Jones a system quarterback and you're using it in a derogatory term or a bad term, you're a fucking idiot and you don't know how football fucking functions. I don't really know how schemes work. I don't really know how all that stuff works as much as, you know, a more informed football expert than I on that kind of stuff. But even I can recognize that being a system QB is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. Just build your system around that quarterback or get personnel that fits your system. That's what teams should be doing. That's how you win games. And I've always been on the Patriots since the beginning of the goddamn year. They're making the playoffs. I knew they're making playoffs. I made a poll before I went to um, Chicago in mid October, and I think zero people out of the 15 people who voted in that poll said the Patriots would make the playoffs. They were four and six at that, or they were, th- they had like three or four wins at that time or some shit like that. Uh, I'm sorry they're 6-4, and four, right? They they had, they had only a few wins at that point. They must have been like 3-7 and seven maybe or something like that. Maybe maybe around there. But I've always had faith. They're a 10-7 team. They're a pretty good team. They can make some noise in the playoffs. I mean, I can see them winning a playoff game or two. I can see them even going to the Super Bowl. Belichick is a great coach. Um, and that counts for a lot in the playoffs, for sure. But, yeah. Tonight, it should be pretty easy versus the Falcons for them. Although, it scares me that I say that because I said it for Baltimore <laughs> last week. But, I like Tua... And I didn't know two would even play, so I think even without two, I think the team, I think Baltimore should have won that one, and also terrible coaching. But th- I'm, I'm digressing too much, too much. This, I'm way more confident in the Peaches over the Falcons than I was Baltimore over um, over uh, a Miami, which Miami team that I thought would make the playoffs this year. Um, if we don't have any surprise entrances, like if Cordell Patterson comes back in the middle of the game for whatever fucking reason, and we just and he like is out, and then he comes back in and he just comes in and dominates, I, I think that's fine process. Like I had on the Monday on the last Thursday night game, I think that's fine process. Um, anything else I want to talk about? Um, Jimmy G is a good quarterback. I don't know why they drafted Trey Lance. I mentioned that before. It, it makes no sense to me. Um, Debo is always a better player than I. I've always had it ranked that way. Pretty much, I don't think I've ever ranked it a different way. I didn't think Debo would be this good. I'll say that, but I have always liked Debo as a top 35 receiver, I think I can say that pretty well, but he's, I mean, he's been obviously better than that, so I, I definitely take the L on that one, but, um, I wasn't anyone, I wasn't near anyone, I was definitely not agreeing with Ayuk over, um, over Debo at all, just about happening, and Kittle is a top two tight end, it's him and Kelsey, it's always been him and Kelsey, I love Mark Andrews, I love Darren Waller, but these guys are not Kittle, these guys are not, uh, Kelsey, they're just not, sorry. Um, you're just wrong if you think otherwise. Uh I think Jeff Wilson's supposed to play, right? If Elijah Mitchell doesn't go. I like any running back who's able to get most of the shares. Um, you know, I ranked Elijah M- Mitchell as the best draft pick that the 49ers had. Thought he was better than Sermon coming out of college. I should have stand by that more in the beginning of the year, but I didn't think about it as much because for as much research as I do uh in the offseason for you know the draft, I poured my heart and soul into that shit for like three months and then when the draft comes, it's the most exciting shit ever, and I fucking love it. But then it gets, I, you know, it gets a little foggy in the beginning of the year when I don't know what how I ranked it back in then, because I, I forget a little bit of stuff over the summer. So I think next year, in order to be fast-acting, in order to be better, I need to relook, especially my offensive player rankings for rookies, early on and just know how I like these guys and where I like them without, you know with just trusting how I did in the past because I just don't remember the specifics unless I wrote them down, which I've written them down for a lot of stuff, but it's just important that I, I realize that next year, which is something I will correct. Michael Pittman's been a great call for me all year. I love that. Bills have not been as good of a call, but I just don't think they're as good as people think they are. They're not a Super Bowl team. If I could just bet against the Super Bowl stuff, I would definitely do that in a heartbeat. Um, the Jets have a good young core. Miami has a good young core. I like the Jets' offensive line. If they could stay healthy, I love Michael Carter. He was my number two uh, running back on my big board, and he is that good. Um, I just I just wish we could see more Mims. I know I know, we saw him a little bit the week before, but I don't think we saw him any last week. And honestly, Mike White, if you didn't know he was going to get crushed by one of the best defenses, not the best defense in the NFL, you're, you're, you're dumb. You just the dumb, okay? Sorry. But it's the truth. Um, the Eagles probably won't make the playoffs. I had them under six wins, but I think they'll get to seven this year. Um, they could make the playoffs, though, eight and nine. It could definitely happen. I just, they're not going to be the Saints. The Saints are still a very, very well-rounded, good team. Uh, looking back on the Texans, yeah, I like that. Um, I, I think the Texans are still still underrated a little bit. I'll, I'll say that. The defense isn't that bad. I'll, I can definitely say that. Uh, but the Titans, on the other hand, have the most, I think, the most underrated defense in the NFL. Uh, Jack Rabbit. <laughs> Jack Rabbit, that's the cornerback's that's the name, right? I want to say that's his name, uh, his nickname, Kristen Fulton, who's been the most underrated. He had a great game last week too. He was the most underrated cornerback in the NFL, maybe even right now. Uh, they've got Harold Landry, they've got Simmons, they've got such a good defense. Bayard in the in the uh, as a safety, um, Hooker too, right? If he stay healthy, it's such a good team, man. I wish I could, I should bet on them Super Bowl right now. Maybe, maybe I will do that stuff. I've got enough winnings from dominating uh, week to week that maybe I should put some of that into like season long bets and then just win at the end. I can consider that. Um, I want to pick the Vikings in this game, I really did, and I know I waffled a little bit on that stuff too, but the Packers are a better team, and they're not giving me enough juice for me to take the Vikings here, as much as I do like them, and I think they could still be a playoff team. If this, if, you know, if it went up to like plus 150, or maybe even higher than that, I would be on the Vikings just just to take the bet there, take the money there, but, yeah, plus 108, it's just, I just, Packers better. Um, (sighs) the Raiders, I had to make the playoffs, which is a huge bet that I really want to hit. They're 5-4 right now. I, they really need to win this game versus the Bengals because they've got s- tough games coming up still. The uh, over-under for them was 7, and I took the over 7. They'll definitely get to 8 wins. I have no... There's yeah, just nothing wrong with that at all. That's going to hit no matter what. But will they make the playoffs? Definitely a tougher one. Uh, anything else I want to say? Uh, Cowboys might be one of the best teams in the NFL, uh, except for the Rams. I think it's... I think the Super Bowl team is coming out of the NFC because I like the Buccaneers, the Cowboys, or the Rams. To th- They're my top three teams for sure. If there's anyone in the AFC that I like making the Super Bowl or even making a chance, it's probably the Titans or the Ravens. Who's on by? anyone I'm thinking on by that shouldn't be? Yeah, it's either them. Not the Bills. It's not going to be the Patriots, although I think they're still a playoff team. It's not going to be the Steelers. It's not going to be the Bengals. It's not going to be the Broncos. Yeah, it's not going to be any of those guys. So... Yeah, it's just not happening. Um, yeah, sorry, it's just not happening. <laughs> it's just not, it's, it's not doing. Oh my god, the Rams and the look ahead are, are, are money line uh, underdogs to the, at the Packers? Oh my god, that's, I be mean, all over that shit, bro. If That stays the same. Anyway, that's all I have to say. I think it was pretty good. Um, Herbert's been kind of bad in the past few weeks, but at least statistically, which makes sense because he's a pretty good player. He's, in fact, a, he's a very good, um... Mm, I don't want to say very good player. He's a good quarterback. He's been better this year than he was last year. He's just getting punished like he wasn't last year because he saw a lot of guys open downfield and you're just not seeing the same shit again because, um, I'm sorry, you know, he's got a new coach. We've got enough film on him to know that that's what he does. I think the league is starting to figure out Herbert a little bit. Maybe I'll give my words this week against a very good Steelers team, but I doubt it. Steelers might be my best bet of the week like I had football team last week. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. We got to 50 minutes. That's pretty good. Hope you enjoyed it. Um... You know, like, subscribe, do all that dumb shit. This isn't fucking YouTube, but whatever. Check me out on Twitter, Games Jesse. Um, I think my best content is out on the Twitter stuff, honestly. It's where you get most of my opinions, at least week to week. It's where I put out, you know, how I feel about each game. You know, what I thought, although it is getting later into the year, which means that I have to do my actual work a lot more than I have to do this thing, which is a fun hobby that I love. I really do. But, yeah, work, legit work, comes first. <laughs> That's how I make my money, how I'm able to live my life, so... Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, yeah, I'm a good analyst. I speak the truth. I think I'm pretty fun. We'll get some guests on. Uh, probably not the NFL season, because I'm just too busy, especially now. But during the playoff stuff, or maybe even week 18, I'll try and get some... I'll, I'm definitely getting people on there, for sure. I think y'all have heard enough of just me talking into the void. Uh, you'll want some guests on here. I think that'll be super fun. So, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. peace out. That's all I gotta say. I've done, like, eight outros, so this is just, like, the ending of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, the third one. And the hot movies suck. Anyway. Peace. Thanks for listening to the bacon games podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at BGF sports and be sure to tune in next time.